Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Start recording. We took a little trip along with Colonel Jackson down to mighty Mississippi. We took a little bacon and we took a little beans and we caught the bloody British in a town in New Orleans. We fired our guns and the British kept a coming. There wasn't as many as there was a while ago. We fired once more and they began to run it on down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. We looked down the river and we see the British come and there must have been a hundred of them beating on the drum. They stepped so we stood beside our cotton bales and didn't say a thing We fired our guns and the British kept a coming There wasn't as many as there was a while ago We fired once more and they began to run it On down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico Old Hickory said we could take them by surprise If we didn't fire muskets till we looked them in the eye We held our fire till we see their faces well Then we opened up our squirrel guns and really gave them well We fired our guns and the British kept them coming There wasn't as many as there was a while ago We fired once more and they began to run it well, Down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico to the Daily Wrap. Robert Quigley speaking. We're on the road to the White House for 2024. We have about five or six issues to go over today and we're introducing a new video stream profile. We're going to make it more fun, more interesting, and more enlightening. But the central messages are exactly the same. 
So let's start with, with our list of issues to deal with today. We learned this past week that the, that the uh, Democrats in Congress have decided that they are going to peacefully pass the torch of political power onto the next generation. Oh my goodness, what does this mean? Well, this means that great-grandmother Nancy Pelosi and the octogenarians in her cohort have decided that it is time to pass the power to a younger generation. Oh my goodness. It's about time. It should have happened decades ago. But let's, let's carry on with this too-old-to-govern concept because it is a reality. Let's look at Trump. Trump will be 78 years old in 2024. Oh my gosh, statistically, he's got about five years to live. He's already at the average life expectancy for someone born in his year. And if you were in Las Vegas making a Las Vegas bet, it would be a pretty safe bet to, uh, to say that, that he won't be with us in the next five years. He's simply out of touch. The guy is living in a different age. He doesn't know computers. He doesn't understand the global impact issues. He only said a couple of weeks ago that the oceans were going to rise by a mere eighth of an inch in the next 300 years. Oh, my Lord. This is so much nonsense, it's not even funny. We're going to see an 8 to 10 foot sea level rise in the next 50, 100 years. You think that's extreme? Hold tight. I will explain. Let's carry on with the too old to govern concept. Biden will be 82 years old in 2024. Oh my gosh. Biden belongs in the park on a park bench with the squirrel, squirrels and his great grandkids. Another person who's out of touch. Their lives are pretty much over minus a few golden years. And yet they're trying to solve problems that are going to decimate humanity if they continue to go unsolved. This has got to this has got to stop, folks. The country is in very serious trouble, and we have got the wrong people with the wrong mindset from the wrong time in history driving the American ship. We also have a lot of dummies in the American political arena that are trying to take control of the American ship. Let's talk about De DeSantis in Florida. The guy is going to be 46 years old in 2024. He spent all of his 40s in the governor's mansion in Florida. He's never owned a successful business. He's never done anything successful other than run for political office. He is in the pocket of the donors. He, the guy doesn't have the experience living in the trenches. Let's go through some of his accomplishments. During the virus years, he refused to take COVID virus money from the federal government for the poor folks and working class in Florida. He thought it was better to send these people to work in the hotels and the restaurants and the tourist areas than it was to give them money so they could cloister and protect their lives and the lives of their family. That's not the kind of person we want in the White House. That's not the kind of person we want running America. He's in the pocket of the donor class. He's a yes man. He's pretending to be a leader. He is supported by Republican donors because they know he will do their bidding. In other words, he will maintain the status quo. 
On top of all of this, he's got a wife running around Florida telling everybody she's the first lady of the United States. I'm embarrassed when I hear stuff like this. We have a person with no experience trying to grasp the reins of power to govern this whole country. And what that would result in is the great American ship being run aground and essentially uh, collapsing what we've built up over the last 250 years. We have to turn the page on this yes man, play the part type of candidate. Let's move on. Ex-Vice President Pence is another one. This guy has an average IQ. I would say he's probably around like 110. Uh, it takes him an enormous amount of energy just to put two sentences or a paragraph together and talk generally in the public. Look at his videos since 2016. Listen to his speeches. It's all so elementary and simplified that one scratches their head in bewilderment at the incredible stupidity that we see right before us. But why is the cardboard of a man even thinking about running for office? Well, the answer is the donor class. The donor class wants people that are yes men, that are going to maintain the status quo, that are going to keep them fat, dumb, rich, and happy. This is the problem. Right here is the major issue with the way presidential campaigns and the American federal political system has developed over the many decades. Friends, we're looking at a picture of Gardy Sugdub in Panama. This beautiful little overcrowded island has 1,200 people that called it home. Because of sea level rise, all 1,200 people abandoned this little island. This is not the only place on the planet this is happening. Kiribati and many of the other island nations in the South Pacific will face the same fate, and they will, of course, be migrating to Australia, and plans are already afoot to make that happen. But when we look at Gardi Sugdub, we need to stop and ask ourselves, what is going on? Trump told us two or three weeks ago, the idiot Trump, traitor Trump, I might add, that the sea was going to rise by an eighth of an inch in the next 300 years. Oh my gosh, this kind of BS manipulation of scientific fact is not helping America. We are very likely to see an eight to 10 foot level rise in the next 50 or 100 years. Now, of course, when you hear that, you're like, how in the world can that be possible? Well, let me explain. If we lose all of the snow and ice on Greenland, and the North Pole, and the Antarctic. Sea levels are going up 8 to 10 feet. What does that mean? Well, let me just tell you. Florida's average height above sea level is 6 feet. That means the vast majority of Florida, like 98% of Florida, minus 2 or 3 spots, are going to be underwater. Look at the picture here of Gardy sucked up. That's what Florida's going to look like in the not-too-distant future. This is for real, folks. And we need leaders in the White House, in Washington, D.C., that understands we are in a transition point in both the country's history and planetary evolution. We must reset the stage. The old props must go. New props must come on. The old actors must go. New actors must come onto the scene. We must navigate this transition in a very smart way.
Folks, Whole Foods this past week announced they will stop selling Maine lobsters at their stores all across the United States. This is very sad, of course, for the fishermen in Maine, and our hearts go out to all individuals, families and friends, supporters, and of course our political enemies that have to make these heartbreaking economic and lifestyle adjustments. Now, Whole Foods gave us two reasons for this. One was, of course, the the fishing lines and cages in the nets that the lobstermen use are interfering, harming, and killing the whales that live off of the northeastern coast of the United States. That is true. But the more important reason, of course, is sustainability. And I, that's a hard issue for many people to get their head around, but let me just give us a little bit of history. When America was first founded, Lobsters were considered pests. No one wanted to eat them. The only people that ate lobsters were peasants back in colonial times. Lobsters were so plentiful that they literally climbed up out of the ocean by the hundreds of thousands, by the millions. They were everywhere. They were a pest of the sea. And folks just didn't want to eat lobster. Well, we know what happened in terms of food evolution. Today, lobsters are considered a delicacy, and people pay a lot of money to eat small lobsters. And this is the problem. We are on a road of unsustainability in terms of the lobsters. Now, folks, we need to take this one example, and we need to apply it all across America, all across the food industry. We must make lots of changes. There are many dislocations coming to the American economy. There are many dislocations already underway in the global economy. This is not by choice. This is something that must happen. Simply put, we are consuming Mother Nature's resources far faster than they are being replenished. This is true of lakes, rivers, streams, water tables, food supplies, the Amazon forest, we're pumping so much CO2 and methane into the air. We are changing the home that we call planet Earth. And if we don't stop what we're doing, reverse course, and take remedial corrective action now, during this five or ten year period, we are going to wind up in a Mad Max world that eventually leads to mass extinction. This is no jokes, folks. And the leaders... In America, the guy who sits in the White House will be the one who is first and foremost responsible for these changes that are coming over the next 10 years of our life. Friends and supporters, let me put this a different way. To continue the status quo is tyranny. We are living in a state of permacrisis. It will continue to unfold day by day, week by week, month by month. The status quo of interest groups dividing up America to suit their own interest. The abuse and expansion of law beyond any reasonable concept of normality must come to an end. It's time to change, folks. We must retire the older leaders. We must bring in 
the younger generation of leaders. If we don't do it, the price that we all pay is way more than one can even imagine in their worst nightmare. Friends, I invite everybody across America, all of our like-minded independents and supporters, let's organize some get-togethers and chats in your local coffee shops, in your local restaurants. We can even organize chats over video conferencing software like Zoom or Google Meet. My team and I, we want to meet you. We want to delve deeper into these issues. We want to hear what America has to say. We want to answer your questions. We want to get the country involved. We are embarked upon a transitional project that we all must go through. We all are members of this team. You have my telephone number. It's on the robertquigleyforpresident.com website. You have our email addresses, the Facebook pages. Send me a text message. I am available. I want to talk to you. I want to come to your community. We can go through these issues. Together, we will chart a sustainable, safe, secure future for America. Friends, we all know that Trader Trump draws the vast majority of his voter support from the far right wing of the Republican Party. Well, who are these people exactly? Folks, they're the working poor of America. They're the ones that have been left behind. Their futures have been robbed. Their families have suffered. They live paycheck to paycheck if they're lucky. They struggle just to put food on the table and a roof over their heads. Every time they turn around, they are being harassed by the local police, by the local governments. They're being taxed for every penny that they have. Trump was never your friend. Look at the picture on the screen. That is an under-exaggeration of Trump's motives, his position in life, and what he's all about. Trump is in love with the office of the president. He's in love with the idea of flying around in Air Force One, the helicopters, the yachts, the nice houses. His life is so far removed from working class, poor America, that it boggles the mind that they would believe for one second this billionaire developer from New York City who came into the into this world with a million dollar inheritance at the age of one would look out for their best interest. Folks, I came into this world with nothing. Everything I have in life, I built up myself. The ups and the downs, they are all my successes and failures. No one gave me a leg up on anything. In fact, my parents were very successful in the things they were doing in life, but they took the attitude that their children were going to succeed in America, they were going to succeed on their own merit. And ultimately, we did. Trump, on the other hand, is a traitor, he's a con man, and he will try his best to make poor Americans believe he is going to make their life better. 
The conclusion, guys, is Trump had four years to make your life better. He didn't do a darn thing for you. He gave us January 6th, which we all know about. He riled up the working poor in the country, thinking, uh, encouraged them to think that the system was against them. Well, that part is actually true. The system is working against poor Americans, but Trump did not provide the answers to make life better for all Americans. Folks, the independents will solve your problems. We will make America greater for everybody. Friends, we've only have two, two points to make before we'll call it a day. I want to remind the independents across America that it is our duty to step up and to put candidates in office that will look after the majority of Americans' interest. We have something in America called donor class. I've alluded to them a couple times in tonight's video, and we all know what they are. They're roughly 200 of America's richest families who set on gazillions of dollars, and they are the ones that essentially finance the Democratic and Republican parties. Now, let's keep in mind, they will not put a penny into the campaign coffers of any potential American leader that refuses to advocate and maintain the status quo. They've made their money over the last 30, or 40, 50 years or inherited that money from a system that is now bankrupt. It's corrupt. It is a system that is killing both Americans and the rest of the planet. We cannot allow the status quo to continue. We're in a transformational time in American history. We're at a pivotal point for the planet. Now is the time we must change leadership at the helm of the American ship. We must bring in the next younger generation of leaders. The older generations must let go. They must relinquish power. They must go into retirement. Their time has passed. And it's the donor classes that are trying their very best to keep a hold on American political power. If we don't change it now, folks, everybody goes into the Mad Max world that I'm sure nobody really wants to live in. Finally, folks, student loans have been in the news yet again. And I just want to remind folks of the interest group the donor class hold on American and young folks' pocketbooks. When student loans first came out, they were freely bankruptable. And the whole idea was, if you didn't get a good deal, of course you wouldn't pay for it. The powers that be and the interest groups, the handful of people who live lavishly off of student loans, convinced the government of the day to prevent student loans from being bankruptable. Most recently, the Biden administration uh, introduced a widespread student loan forgiveness program, and lo and behold, the Republicans who are supported and financed by the donor class decided they would do everything they can to financially enslave, continually to financially enslave the student loan population the student borrower population. 
and they've done everything they can to prevent the student loans from being forgiven or bankrupted. The problem, as we all know, is you can go off and get a great education today and still wind up with homelessness. Jobs that don't pay enough to cover the rent or the food or the utilities. Folks, it is the student who must determine the value of their education. Nobody else can determine that value. If a student obtains an education with the use of student loans and they ultimately determine that it was worthless to them, then they and they alone will have a right to have those student loans bankrupted in the bankruptcy court. When we get to the White House, we're going to reverse so many policies that have done this country so much harm. And student loans, by far, is up there at the top of the list. But if we step back from this example, what we see in tonight's discussion is we see a donor class trying to maintain a status quo, trying to enslave Americans of all walks of life, when what we must do is we must change the course of this great country. The Quigley administration will do that. We will lead honorably and we will solve the problems as discussed so often in these videos. Well, folks, I think we'll call it a, a day right there. I hope everybody does well. And as we do more of these videos, hopefully, hopefully they'll become more entertaining. And until we meet again, all the best.